Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Hi, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, so today's topic is one that I know befuddles a lot of new copywriters. There are a lot of things to be unnecessarily nervous about when starting a business, and I think this is one that is at the top of the list. So, Kate, what is our topic for today? Our topic is do you need business insurance? And I think it, Do you need business yeah. insurance? Yes. We could have a short answer to this, but we're not. You know we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Short-ish. But yeah, it's true. Um, I think so many people think about this question, though, because they want to be above board. You want to run your business the correct way. But it turns out you generally, I will say generally, uh, do not need business insurance. Mm-hmm. As a copywriter. As a copywriter, yeah. yes. If you're a different kind of freelancer, um, thank you for listening to the show. But as a copywriter, you do not need business insurance. Now, with that caveat that we are not attorneys. I'm glad you so said if that. if you're really <laughs> concerned, definitely talk to an attorney. So bear that in mind. We are not attorneys. We are not legal professionals. But uh, this is our experience, and this is to the best of our knowledge. Um, So I understand where this question comes from. Like people are afraid of anything that could go wrong in business, right? And I think for a lot of people, the idea of getting sued is the ultimate in what could go wrong with your business. And quite frankly, that's what insurance plays on, right? (laughs) You're going to get sued. They're going to take your house. You're going to be on the streets. Um, But that doesn't really come into play with copywriting, because when we're, we're writing copy, we're not writing copy for ourselves. We're writing copy for our clients. And that means that that 
the copy that you are putting out there, you're not actually putting out there. You're giving it to your clients and then your clients are putting it out as representations of themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I think the big thing here too is we are all, well, not all, but as a sole proprietor, as folks who are individually running our businesses and providing copy to clients, if you're an agency and you're planning on hiring employees, that's a different story. Um, you know, the second you add employees, I believe you actually legally need business insurance. So, you know, you're not you're not inviting clients over to your house to to have meetings or to to talk about projects. You can literally do everything you're doing online or, you know, if a client invites you to their office, that's a different story. You can absolutely go in and, you know, take meetings that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a good point because there are two aspects to business insurance, the the literal on-property insurance, which, yeah, to Kate's point, you're not going to be having clients over to your kitchen table. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. If you go, if you eventually, again, when we can meet people, you're likely going to go to the client's office um, or, as Kate said, you know, meet them, meet them for coffee. And then the other side of that business uh, insurance is the idea of liability, mm-hmm. which, as we said, once you deliver the copy to your client, the copy is putting the client, the, the copy is putting the client, <laughs> the client is putting the copy out as themselves. You know, if you are writing copy for McDonald's, McDonald's takes your copy and puts it out and it then becomes McDonald's's voice. So even if somehow you put something in the copy that is, is, um, incorrect or, or anything like that, or, or misleading. Uh, although I can't really imagine what you could write about hamburgers that would be, but, um, because McDonald's then takes that copy, runs through their legal department and puts it out into the world. It becomes anything that's wrong in that copy is their liability because it's on them to, to approve it before it goes out there. Um, so it, you would never be in a scenario where you are putting copy out there on behalf of your client. That might be something that would be a time to potentially consider business insurance if you were putting copy out on behalf of a client. Um, but the, as a copywriter, that doesn't really happen. If you also add in additional services to your businesses, which is kind of what we were talking about earlier, that if you're a different kind of freelancer, maybe you should consider it. If you're adding additional services, like if you are writing Facebook ads and then also managing Facebook ads accounts, which is a totally different Mm -hmm. kind of career, um, then maybe that's worth considering business insurance for multiple reasons, not just the copy related. Um, But as a copywriter, because you write copy and then provide it to your client, it then becomes your client's liability if there's anything wrong with it, which of course there probably won't be. There's not a whole lot of damage we can do with copy, but if there is. But we can. can. (laughs) Good damage. Don't push us. Um, But that becomes your, your client's liability. So it's not something that you need to worry about as a copywriter. Yeah. And I know you mentioned earlier, um, talking with, with, you know, an expert on this and just bear in mind that when you go to talk with an insurance expert, you're going to want to go in and, you know, take your time listening to what they're saying and exactly what things cover for what you need. Um, they obviously have an interest in selling you insurance. So, 
they're going to lay you, you know, there's so many options. I think people in the group have brought up home-based business insurance because we are home-based businesses. You know, we're, we're writing copy in our homes, most of us. Um, but again, that's, you know, what that generally covers for is, you know, business equipment, small amounts of equipment, and then like liability for third-party injuries. Like we talked about, if someone trips on your doorstep and, but if you're not having clients, that doesn't really apply to your home-based business. I think um, so many things are designed for how I think the working world was set up years ago um, and haven't quite evolved to where we are now with the internet and that, you know, we're working with largely, you know, can work 100% online and never meet our clients if we want to. Um, so, so keep that in mind and really look through what you're being covered for and if you need it. Um Versus feeling like, you know, obviously, if they're good at their job, they're going to sell it to you and you're going to feel like you need it. And you're going to feel like, oh, my God, I need this insurance and this insurance. And then all of a sudden you have, you know, hundreds of dollars each month you're paying in insurance. I'm so glad you brought that up because, yeah, you're right. An insurance agent's job is to sell you insurance. So you need to listen very carefully yeah. and truly evaluate. Whereas someone like an attorney, although they might not have the the insurance information that you need, but an attorney is, is going to be much more objective, but yeah, an insurance agent's job is to sell you insurance. So if you say to an insurance agent, Hey, do I need business insurance? They're going to say, yeah. yes, you do. Yeah. Especially so if, really- oh, sorry. If, especially if they don't know what a copywriter is, which many yeah. of them might not know, you know, they might think it's a legal thing, in which case, yeah, they're probably like, of course you need insurance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's another great point. Um, they, if they don't know what it is that you do, you're going to have to explain to them. But yeah, they are going to say, yes, you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of asking, do I need it? You want to ask something more along the lines of what does business insurance cover? What is business insurance? What does it cover me against? Um, instead of asking, do I need it? And you could, <laughs> do I need any of these types of insurance? An insurance agent is going to say, yes, mm-hmm. you need absolutely all of them. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um and of course, another thing to add, if you're super concerned, you know, look up your state's kind of rules around certain things and what you need. Very things vary. Or countries. Yes, or countries. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, things vary, obviously, from state to state, country to country. Um, so make sure you're kind of looking into what you might need and then kind of going from there, but not having that panic attack initially. If I need it now, take the time, do your research, but don't, you know go down that rabbit hole of thinking, you know, letting it be a roadblock. I think that's, it becomes a resistance uh, roadblock for a lot of folks where it's like, uh, I need this. So now I'm going to give up and and not become a copywriter because this just seems like too great of a, you know, financial hurdle or just in general, a hurdle of research and figuring out what it is you need. Um, When it's very likely you don't don't actually need need anything at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the one other thing to add, because I've also seen this in the group of folks kind of thinking down the line of, you know, maybe I want to sell, you know, take credit card payments online for my clients. Um, In that case, you might want to look into something if, you know, I think there's like data breach insurance or like cyber liability type of thing. Sure. You might want to look into that of if I'm collecting sensitive information, not not client emails. You know, if you have an email list, great. But if you're collecting, you know names, uh, addresses, credit cards for payment processing. That's a... You mean payments, clients paying you? Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's another thing too. We'll get into this on another episode, but, you know, client payments can be 
simple as well. Don't yes, overthink don't it. overthink it. PayPal is just fine. A lot of clients are perfectly happy with that. And there are a couple of other um, couple of other apps that will do it for you online for a small fee. Yeah. I, I have to add though, for the first time in 10 years, no joke, I had a client ask if I accepted credit cards. It took 10 years for someone to ask that. And I said, nope. And they said, oh, that's fine. You know, most of our vendors don't like taking credit cards because there is that processing fee. That's um, amazing. Yeah. And they were totally fine doing it another way. So don't feel actually, like... I'm saying that's amazing because I've been doing it for more than 15 and I've never had a client ask me. Oh, so yeah, yeah, cards. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was shocked. I was shocked. But anyway, amazing. Yeah. So, all right. I think that uh, covers everything everybody needs to know. So, in a nutshell, don't worry about it. And if you're worried about it, ask someone who knows, but just be careful what and how and who you ask. Yeah. So, thank you all for joining us. uh, And of course, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time.